And of course, I analyzed the whole situation. And what I realized is that it's very important when you are in a place of in-between that you invest in today while you're still walking into tomorrow. You have to be in the present at the same time that you're trying to be focused on the future. Welcome to The Onion Peel, a show where we get real, raw, and honest about life. It's a space where authenticity lives and hope resides. The Onion Peel is a place where we peel back the layers of our stories and discover the unexpected flavoring that each one brings. Hey guys, I'm your host and semi-crazy Christian, Angela McConnell. I'm a middle-aged mom of five with a dead husband, and I've been through some shit in my life. Now, I'm on a mission, a mission to bring hope to the world. So join me as we journey through this onion and find hope in the tears. You ready to peel this thing? Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Onion Peel. Thanks for being here, you guys. Hope everyone has had a good week or two. I can tell you mine's been weird. Uh, Very much filled with tremendous highs and tremendous lows. Yeah, just a crazy little chunk of time. Everything is kind of evened out as I'm recording this, but yeah, life is funny like that, isn't it? But... That's how it be. That is how it be. So, okay, let's get to today's topic. I want to talk about transitionary periods because the time in the middle when one thing is ending and another one is beginning is a very interesting time to try and maneuver through because you're sort of in a holding pattern. It's almost like you're floating. Picture that. And you have to somehow remain floating while the closure happens on one end and the door fully opens on the other. And it's not always an easy thing to do because you have to stay fluid. You have to remain flexible. You know, these are the situations like a divorce where... You know you're getting divorced, you're making preparation and walking forward into being single, possibly moving into a new environment, trying to figure out how to do custody, and it's just hard. How about when you're changing jobs or careers for that matter? It could be simply that your department has promoted you to... A different job and you've got to finish out the old one, but you started the new one already. How do you give your energy to both places? Or it could be a kid going off to college. That's a weird summer. It's exciting, but it's still a major 
transitioned from high school to going out living on your own, or maybe they're not going to college and they're done with college or didn't go to college and they're just going to live out on their own. That's not only an in-between time for the young person, it's an in-between time for the parent. Because when change happens, a lot of times you have this middle space that you have to live in. And oftentimes, it's just really hard to figure out how to do that. Or rather, what's the right thing to do? What's the best thing to do? And sometimes you just don't know. For example, my situation, it was the fact that we had started the business in Georgia, but yet we were still living up here. And I sat in a transitionary period with that for a couple years, and it was really difficult. And sometimes transitionary times do last a couple years. So how do you function in those in-between moments of time? What do you do when you inevitably will have times of frustration in them? How do you exist and still be content and joyful, especially on the days that you're not feeling very hopeful? Well, let me give you an example of one or two things that I wrestled with and what I kind of learned during that struggle. But first, we're going to take a quick commercial break. What if it was possible to get fresh groceries delivered right to your front door? Think of all the time that you'd have. Well, Instacart gives you unlimited grocery delivery for one low monthly fee. Way better than the other guys that nickel and dime you every time you use their app. And if you forget one ingredient while you're making dinner, Instacart can deliver that ingredient to your front door in as little as one hour. Every item is hand-selected to your personal preference, so if you want extra-ripe bananas, then that's what they'll shop for. There are also multiple stores that you can shop from, all in the same trip if needed. To start your free 14-day trial, follow the link in my show notes to let Instacart know that I sent you and also to help support the show. With Instacart, you'll never have to step foot in a grocery store again. Okay, I'm back. So, I'm looking forward into us moving down to Georgia. I checked out schools. We had already had a church we were going to. We looked at houses. I mean, I had a foot and a half into our future in Georgia. And I was excited about it. But then I still had a foot up north here. And I was still living in our house, believe it or not. And this is time frame, like spring of 2015. So it was pushing the two-year mark of Don's death. We're in the spring now, the weather's getting nice, and I remember having the dilemma of, gosh, I want to put out pretty flower pots and stuff. 
because that's what I always do. Now, I didn't do it the year before because I was still in the one-year mark of Don's death and I wasn't doing nothing anywhere in life besides just trying to survive. So now I'm engaging more and I'm thinking to myself, gosh, everybody's putting out their flower pots and freshening up their mulch. And I always loved our yard at our house. It was absolutely gorgeous. And I had done a ton of landscaping over the years. Too much, to be honest. I did learn from that. But anyways, I just remember really, really wanting to just make it pretty. I think because I didn't feel like I had a lot of pretty in my life at that time. But... The practical side of me was like, why, Ange? A, the house isn't yours. B, you never know when you're going to get kicked out of this joint. And C, you don't have the money to spend. And so I delayed and delayed for a few weeks. And I just started to get like jealous of everyone Every time I'd go down the road and see somebody working in their yard or I'd drive past a house and just happen to notice their flower pots on their front porch and how pretty they were. And it just kind of started to get me down because I felt stuck and I started to almost, almost get resentful because it was like, why is everybody else's life get to just move forward? And they get to just put flower pots out. And I'm sitting here in this in-between place, straddling the Grand Canyon like I'm some sort of gymnast. And my little attitude started to kick in. And that happens, doesn't it? I mean, that happens to me a lot because that's my personality. But I do think that it happens to all of us. Where we quickly look at somebody else's situation and the green monster comes out and we're just like, really? Well, how come I can't have that? And then we start putting our energy into complaining or having a bad attitude or thinking that the world or God is against us. And I think that stuff happens subtly a lot of times. I don't think it's even obvious to ourselves. We just look when somebody else has something that we want And we start to get upset that we can't have it or that we don't have it. And it can be something simple. I'm talking about literal flower pots, you guys. Now, is it really the flower pots or is it something bigger? Well, of course, it's technically something bigger, right? It's about not losing hope. It's about believing that you are going to walk both feet forward into your future. So I remember coming home one day and I pulled into the driveway and I just sat there and stared at my yard and I'm like, oh my gosh, it just looks not inviting. And I hated that. And all of a sudden I could feel God shaking my soul. And it just got real clear to me. Put a damn flower pot out. 
What are you doing overanalyzing and putting qualifiers on flowers and mulch? I sat there for a minute and I was like, you know, it really does seem a little ridiculous. Why am I making a mountain out of a molehill? Out of something that's so easily attainable? But again, I'm going to say that I think that that happens a lot of times with all of us. We take something small and we make it big. And see with me, I lost sight of the big picture because of the confusion of sitting in this middle space, this transitionary place. And therefore, it became hard to continue to see into my future, to have and hold that hope of a better tomorrow. So I thought, you know what? I'm doing this thing. So I got up the next day. I went to the store, bought some mulch, brought it home, got the kids, and I said, come on, we're spreading mulch. We spent an afternoon doing that, and with all the hands, we got it done pretty quickly, and I bought just enough to go around my main landscaping beds around the house. And, man, I got done with that, and I couldn't believe the transformation. It looked amazing. I was so happy I did that, and I think I spent a total of maybe 80 bucks on mulch. And I'm telling you, it was the best 80 bucks I didn't have to spend. And so as soon as we got done with that, I got back in the car and I went back up to the store and I bought two nice size flower pots, one for the front porch and one for in between the garage doors in the driveway. And I was so elated as to the prettiness of my house now. And the funny thing was, is that normally I put flower pots everywhere, along the lake, in the back. I just had them everywhere. And interestingly enough, I think my house looked prettier that spring with the little bit of mulch and the couple little flower pots than it ever had before when I would almost overdo it. And right there is the adjunct lesson, which actually ties back to the episode before this, The Purge. There's always multiple things to be gleaned when you're walking through difficulty. Just like in this situation, less is more. And man, that just really revived my spirit. Because now when I came home and pulled in my driveway, my house looked like there was life to it. It was welcoming. And I guess on some level, that made me feel like I had some life to me. And of course, I analyzed the whole situation. And what I realized is that it's very important when you are in a place of in-between that you invest in today while you're still walking into tomorrow. You have to be in the present at the same time that you're trying to be focused on the future. And so fluffing up the yard, 
is a perfect example of that. Here's another example. This one might be a little less dramatic, but it's in the context of what my mindset was. So, my kids needed braces. I had one that was in braces. I had one that should have been in braces right at the time that Donna died. And then I had two more that were basically at the time period where we need to start getting in there and getting consultations and doing the whole orthodontic plan. Well, I knew this, but I kept putting it off because in my mind, I thought, what if everything goes really great and we get moved down to Atlanta in a year and a half? I don't really want to start that whole orthodontic plan up here when I'm going to then just have to go down to Georgia and transfer it over. And you know how those things go where you get down there and it's like, oh, well, we wouldn't have done it this way. So we're going to have to start over and it's going to cost X, Y, and Z. So I was trying to just, again, be practical. And so I kept putting it off. Well, after this whole kind of realization of my flower escapade, it sort of triggered some different thinking for me. And I thought, I can't keep putting this off. My kids need braces. And yes, the plan is to be in Georgia. But what if we're not there for another two, three, four years? What am I supposed to do? Just sit around and wait? Now, you might be thinking to yourself, I don't even know why that was a struggle for you. It's simple. Your kids needed braces. Get going on it. But you see, I had too much of my foot stepped forward into my future. So... I wasn't living in the present, and so it was clouding my decisions. And eventually, very soon after, made the appointments, got the kids in, boom, orthodontic plan in place, and we're on it. And after I had gotten everything in place, I just felt really good, and I was kind of surprised at that. But I think it was because I felt like I made a choice to live in the now. And for a while after I started the business, I gave up living in the present. And all I did was focus on the future. And you can't do that. You have to invest in today while walking into tomorrow. You have to invest in today while still walking into tomorrow. Now, these are just a couple basic, boring examples, but that's exactly why they're so important. Because when you are trying to close the door while the other one is starting to open, it can be very tricky to emotionally and mentally maneuver through. There's going to be times that it's going to be frustrating 
There's going to be times that you're going to lose your patience because things aren't falling into place as quickly as you were hoping they would, or something comes up and you have a setback. And so now you feel like you're actually going backwards. And so while you're in this transitionary period, it's very important that you're patient with the ebb and flow of it. There's going to be days that are filled with hope for the future, things that you're excited about that are starting to pan out. And then there's going to be a lot of days that you feel hopeless, doubtful, like things are never going to change, that you're going to be stuck where you are forever. And like I always talk about, everything's a process. And so while you are processing and navigating through this in-between place, it's imperative that you remain self-aware. And it's also important that you always have the right mindset. And I talk a lot about how important attitude is, how important what you choose to focus on, how important what your mind's eye vision is. And so if you have a setback, if you have an unexpected turn of events, if you have a day that you're completely frustrated and you have no patience, you have a go-to. Look, you got to keep your eye on the donut, not on the hole. Shout out to my stepdad. Because if you fall into that hole, you're going to get drugged down into the abyss. And that's where hopelessness exists. And so as you're straddling this great divide and you slip and fall into that hole, you're just going to be bobbing around like an apple and the tapes are going to start playing. Everything's just going to be pointless. You're going to feel like, why am I even trying? Nothing's ever going to change. I'm never going to be able to learn this new job. I'm never going to be able to have a good relationship with my children now that I'm getting divorced. I'm never going to be able to afford to do this on my own. I'm never going to be able to emotionally survive by myself. Nothing's working out right. The list will go on and on and on. Transition is difficult. That's why you have to have a go-to mindset, something that will take away the confusion, the doubt, and the hopelessness, something that provides clarity, which is invest in today while still walking into tomorrow. That's how you can be in two places at the same time. Don't deprive yourself of things that you need for self-care, things that will put a smile on your face, the things that you need to do today. If you're getting divorced and feeling like crap about yourself, go get your nails done, go get a haircut, go buy yourself a new sweater. Don't put off putting flowers out. Even though you're moving out of the house in two months, put the flowers out. 
If you're feeling weird or lonely in your new place, go get yourself a candle, something that's going to make the place smell homey. If you're having to do both the old job and the new job at the same time for a while, go out and buy yourself a new planner or maybe some new pens or a new laptop case. If you're concerned about being able to support yourself financially, open up one of those accounts where it rounds the change up and puts it into a savings account for yourself. If you're having anxiety, whether your children are going to want to come to your house, which is not their house, next time they come over, head to the store and tell them they can paint their room whatever color they want. Invest in today while walking into tomorrow. Be patient in the in-between. And remember, when things start to get confusing or difficult, keep your eye on the donut, not on the hole. So, that's my suggestions for transitionary periods. Basic, but really important. All right, guys. I always ask, please like, share, follow, subscribe. Come on over and check me out at TikTok or join the bin, which is my private Facebook group. I post on the bin all the time. Tell a friend about me or follow me over on Instagram. I do a little something different on each platform. So follow me everywhere. Just got to search the onion peel. Also, please check out my blogs, you guys. I just put one out called Derailed. It's at theonionpeel.com. I'll put a link probably in the show notes. But I talk about what it's been like for me having to live in such intensity in the social media realm because that's where the onion peel exists. And I've learned some things. I've watched as I've been tempted by other things. It's a pretty good blog. I think that it's something that everybody can kind of relate to. So check that out, Derailed. And I guess that's it. I hope you guys have a good couple weeks. I'll see you uh, two Sundays from now. And I guess it's time to put this onion back in the bin until we talk again. I hope y'all have a really sweet day. See you guys.